Hello. Hello. It's Valentine's Day. Oh my God, it is. You know what that means? What? Our friends at <laughs> Rabble have paid us to mention them. <laughs> because. And mention what? Their brand new board game, Love Struck, is available on Kickstarter right now. Today they launched it. Now? Yeah. (laughs) That's so exciting. Would you call it very fun? I would call it a very fun game. (laughs) Tell me, what do you do in this game? Oh, thank you. You're asking, Sarah. (laughs) Love Struck is a brand new social deduction game based on some of our favorite uh, reality dating shows um, where Mm -hmm. you are tasked with finding out who's there for the right reasons and who's there for the wrong reasons. Ooh. And you you do that by having one-on-one chats, by going on dates. Or Or by totally icing out your best friend for her husband and not letting her couple up with anybody. Yeah. Which is what you did every single time we played. It was never on purpose, (laughs) but it did end up like that, huh? Yeah, every single time. Uh, well, I'm sorry, <laughs> but if you guys want to have that experience with your best friends <laughs> and their husbands, and their husbands, uh, go follow the link below uh, to their Kickstarter link available right now. Yay! Thank, thank you, you very Rabble. much, Rabble, for sponsoring this episode. We love you. Bye, bar, bye, bye. Let's go chat here at the villa. <laughs> like that oh damn shooty <laughs> i you see me breaking it dan <laughs> anyways hello hello <laughs> hey everybody and welcome to it's not friendship island my name is brendan i'm sarah and today we're talking about week five part one yeah final of love week. island all stars final week we would tell you the episode numbers but Honestly, we got a little lost in the sauce this week. I believe it's 28 through 30, but again, on ITV, they are not numbering them. Uh, They're just dating them. So if you're watching on Daily Motion or maybe on Peacock, I don't know how they're numbering them, but I know on Daily Motion, people are putting them by their numbers. So, yeah. Um, Hi. Hi. You want to plug something? Do I, yeah. Before your brain explodes. Yeah, I, I fully dissociated there for a second. Um, we have a Patreon. Do we? Mm-hmm. What are we doing over there? Uh, well, j- for just $5 a month, you can hear what we are doing over there, which is weekly episodes of this show. Uh-huh. New episodes of our show for older seasons of th- this the, show. that show. Right. Love Island. Mm-hmm. Currently, we are listening... Uh, watching and recap and recapping listening watching and recapping <laughs> season seven uk yeah which is very cool yeah we've already have a whole other season that you can just listen to you can binge it if you're a you binger binger <laughs> um also for that five dollars a month you get um exclusive permissions in our discord the love island fire pit where anyone can join um, and you can talk to other Love Island fans and maybe find some, maybe there's some other fun stuff in there for people who want to watch the show. You can chat shit at the villa. You can chat shit at the villa. Also, we have an Instagram.com slash not friendship island pod. <laughs> I love when you say we have an Instagram.com. <laughs> we do. Uh, rate and review us five stars. Rate and review us five stars, please. <laughs> Leave us a nice review. It will make me feel good. Yeah. Anything else we need to talk about? That is so it. The hole on my chest is almost closed. 
Good. Yeah. That's so good. Where you rip my heart out. Who are you talking to? Just the world. Right. Okay. Uh, what was I hope the, you guys are happy. <laughs> what was the emo song? Which one? Uh, oh, I look, look into, into your eyes and I don't smile. smile. You know what's so funny is I had that in my head, you singing that for like a full day. It's like, like it was a real song. <laughs> it's pretty catchy. Want to get into the episodes? Mm-hmm. Let's start with episode 28, shall we? We shall. So this opens right after Chris is dumping. We see everyone get up to say goodbye. Even Arabella says that though they didn't see eye to eye, that he is amazing. And he called her a stupid bitch. <laughs> no, he just has the straightest face and he says, thanks. <laughs> He's such a little <laughs> shit bird, dude. He is. Everyone seems very sad to see him go. I get it. He's like, you know, the big personality class clown of the villa. So um, Toby is crying again. It impacts me much less this time. <laughs> You know, it kind of impacted me more this time. Whoa, is that true? Only because I was like, damn, bro. He's the only person in his on his side is Georgia S. Who <laughs> I wouldn't even say is on his side. He's just kind of on her own side. <laughs> Would you call her chaotic neutral? No, she's chaotic evil. Oh, is she? Uh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, we see Chris head out and he sits down with Maya outside the villa. Maya asks Chris if he had expected to be dumped like that and he said no. He says he was really close to Toby since the beginning and Georgia Seal was like a little sister to him. So he's going to miss them very much. Maya brings up that him and Arabella seems like they could have been a great match. <laughs> Which I'm sure he loved to hear. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they talk about the date a little bit. Chris gets so shitty right away. He's like, I was vulnerable. It was thrown back in my face. As if Arabella, like, was throwing that date in his face. Like, she... I'm sorry. I can't get over how much he hates her. And, like, it's so fucking petty. It's crazy. Yeah. It's insane. Chris says that he fancied Joanna... As soon as she walked in, Maya asks for how long he had fancied her, and he says about four years. I think that's a lie. I think that's a big old lie. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people I saw online were comparing him to, like, Joe from You. you did um, you watch that? I didn't watch it. Well. <laughs> when you said Joe from You, I thought you were talking about my brother. <laughs> Joe from, like, you know, your life. <laughs> yeah. Just from whatever you got going on. Uh, Chris says that their eye contact was really good. He says it was left awkward because of the game aspect of it. And he says that they will have chats on the outside. And Maya bids him farewell. Bye-bye, Chris. Bye. You were there just a little bit too long. Got a little bit too fussy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Needed to be put down for a nap a little bit sooner. Back at the villa, we see Georgia Steele and Toby chat about Chris leaving. Georgia Harrison comes over to join them, and they all say that they hope that Chris and Joanna can connect on the outside. I don't know why everyone is so convinced that they really had something. It seemed very obvious that Joanna was like, it was a thing of convenience for her. Mm -hmm. But I don't know. Call me crazy. I don't know how many people say in this part that like him and uh, Joanna had like the same personality and the same sense of humor. Because she's like, I don't get his sense of humor. And also, she we never heard her say anything close to like the kind of weird shit he did. So I don't personally get it. Um, next, we see Arabella and the others talk about the new bomb, Adam. Which in this moment, as I'm reading this note, I forgot that he had already arrived. Adam is mm-hmm. an... How do you feel about Adam, actually, after this 
Adam, I think, is faking his Irish accent. <laughs> That's so funny, Josh. Sounds like he's from Rhode Island. <laughs> Josh was saying the same thing. He's like, it, he comes in and out of his Irish accent. But here's the thing about Irish accents. They're mm-hmm. all so freaking different. Yeah. And they're and it's already a subtle accent as it is. But, like, when you hear, like, a very subtle one, it's just mm-hmm. like, that feels like they're... It's That's me speaking <laughs> in an Irish accent. I've thought that about... Um, this is a tangent, but Ross from Game Grumps. Do you remember? Well, I, I don't know if you ever even watched it, but he's Australian. And I remember I would like listen to old episodes when he was on and stuff. And I would be like, only like every, every like 30th word would sound Australian. The Ooh. other times I'm like, I think he's lying. <laughs> I think he is not Australian. Interesting. Do you know what's really annoying to me? Hmm expats who moved to england when they were like kids why they didn't it annoys you that they did that just their <laughs> accent annoys me oh does it sound different yeah what does it sound like it sounds like an american but like kind of not oh <laughs> has anybody on the show ever kind of sounded like that on this show no yeah oh. but like uh, uh never mind <laughs> We'll move on. Um, Arabella seems keen on Adam kind of right away. And then Adam comes out and calls um, her over for a chat. So they sit down. Arabella says that she was really happy that he chose her and that she liked his speech. He says, you know, like, it seems like, you know, you've had a bad time. You have just been, like, kind of flirty with everyone. You can't get one down. You huh? sing a sad song just to turn it around. Oh, my God. Shut up. <laughs> what song is that uh b- bad day oh right you daniel powder day can't get one down <laughs> what it turn says? It, turning down <laughs> anyways he says that maybe she's just a really flirty person and maybe she doesn't always realize it because at first she's like i don't think i'm flirty with that many people um, i was like okay <laughs> <laughs> adam says that he is ready to meet someone and be serious he asks her for a good first date idea, and then that just kind of turns into them talking about, like, does this chat count as a first date? I guess it does for them. And then it's bedtime. We see Justin Callum have more kisses at bedtime. Adam and Arabella have a little spoon, and Tom and Molly even go under the covers. Mm-hmm. In the morning, I was super excited about this. Casey talks about eggy bread, which is a thing that I love, and I just want to say that i so eggy bread at least for me god actually now that i say this i don't even know if it's the same thing in the uk but i think it is it seems like it is because i love eggy bread it's just like french toast but you suck all the sweet out of it so it's just like bread like soaked in egg and then fried and it's delightful mm-hmm. and i love it because i'm not like a sweet girly in the morning like i i prefer savory but i've been like having that since i was probably like 11 and I just called it that because that's what it was. And I remember getting older and I'm like, someone else calls it this. Turns out maybe all of UK calls it that. Dang, maybe you're a UK girly. Maybe. I love eggy bread. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> oh, shit, dude. <laughs> so don't even fucking come at her. Uh, we see Callum bring the coffee to the wrong twin. Sophie like screams. She does a lot of screeching through these episodes, actually. Sophie. I know. Okay. Here's the thing about Sophie. You can tell her mood by how 
what noise is coming out of her mouth between <laughs> words. She like keeps it going between words. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> like I'm just talking and uh, yeah. You, Josh like, was saying like she sounds like she has like whatever the UK equivalent of like a Valley Girl type accent is. Mm-hmm. And I thought maybe that's an Essex thing because I think she's from Essex. But I've had we've had other Essex girls on who don't have quite the same cadence. It's like a very specific cadence in the way she mm-hmm. talks. Do you know it reminds me of that one clip from Frenemies? Which one? Where he's like, uh, you always go, hmm. Mm. <laughs> yeah. He's, she's like, what do you mean? <laughs> <laughs> that's what it reminds me of. I'll never be as happy as I was when Frenemies was airing. Anyways, then the debriefs begin. Adam says he wants to chat to a few more people and get the vibe. Uh, spoiler alert. He barely does that. Um, Arabella chats with Casey and Callum on the terrace about her journey a little bit. They kind of poke fun at how long it's taken for her to like find somebody. Not her fault, by the way. Not her fault. People keep getting dumped that she's with, and Chris just hates her. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Callum says that him and Jess are getting on very well. He's very happy. Debriefs are over. They're kind of boring. They're kind of short. There wasn't that much going on. And we see the G's decide to do bagels for Toby since he's sad because Chris has left. And Georgia Harrison decides to do one for Anton as well. They set up avocado, eggs, and bagels. Wow. Which is nice. I mean, obviously that's nice. But I was Uh, like. Avocado. No cream cheese. No butter. No schmear. I guess you can schmear an avocado. They're creamy, right? But schmear is like a thing. You need a schmear. Right. Schmear is cream cheese. Right. You could schmear butter. Is schmear a verb? Schmear. No, schmear is a noun is what I'm saying. But it could be, right? Because you can, there's an act. There's the act of schmearing. Well, there's the act of smearing. Oh, <laughs> is that right? Schmear is, I know. is Yiddish. I know, but I guess I just always thought it was both. You know, it could be. I, I don't. I'm not fluent in <clears throat> Yiddish. Either way, we're missing a schmear. And that was my only thought with these bagels. I was like, these are going to be dry-ass bagels. Mm. Um, and they bring the boys over for their little double-date breakfast. They seem very happy, very They grateful. seem confused. <laughs> A little bit. They're like, this has literally never happened. <laughs> it's a very breakfast-heavy uh, part of the week, actually. There's another very important breakfast meal that mm. happens. <laughs> We see Adam grab Jess for a chat, and she says that she's happy with how things are going with her and Callum. They're moving in a good direction. Adam says that he feels like the energy is good with Arabella so far, but he is going to chat around. Um, We see Callum, Casey, and Tom chat. Casey says it's been three to four days with Eve, and they get along, but it's not going in a romantic direction, and he has not felt a spark. He says he wants to be real with her and not to hurt her feelings, and Tom tells him to not leave it for too long. Good advice from Tom, honestly. Mm-hmm. And then we see Adam chat to Eve next. Eve says, it's "Whoa, <laughs> oh my god! I thought that. Hey, where'd I- you get that apple? Because <laughs> I thought that when I did, Ian Sterling make a joke about it. I, I don't know. I thought about it when uh, I was like writing the two of them down together, and I was like, "Whoa, bars, biblical, biblical, <laughs> biblical, <bars."> dude." <laughs> <laughs> Eve says it's early days with her and Casey. Um, she likes him, but it's too soon to like close anything off. Adam admits without being asked that he has uh, been a cheater. He seems like all too keen to admit it. Maybe he's trying to just get ahead of it 
just in case. Yeah, something's gonna come out on <laughs> the gossip. Yeah. Forums. <laughs> uh, he says that he thinks cheating is a lack of discipline in a man. Um, Which I I disagree with. <laughs> I mean, I'm sure that can be part of it. Yeah. Maybe it's not exclusive to that. Yeah. Um, he says that he gets judged for being a gym bro, <laughs> which again, he assigns to himself. And he's like, yeah, I'm sure you get judged for being a twin and being blonde and stuff. And she's like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Ally. <laughs> Ally. <laughs> and then Toby gets a text and tonight they're having a pre-loved pink party. Not to be confused with the pre-loved punk party that they already had. Mm-hmm. Hashtag also, eBay. Hashtag eBay. Also, it's nighttime now. And did you notice the jacket that Tom was wearing? No. Was it the same pink? It's the same pink jacket that he threw on the ground after Zara called him the community penis. Oh. Good times with that jacket. Can't believe no one bought it. Did they? Maybe there's just more than one. Did they go up for sale? I figured it's on eBay. It must. No, I don't. <laughs> no. What do you mean? I think they buy the clothes from eBay. Oh. Or eBay sends them clothes, right? Yeah, but it'd be in their best interest to now resell them again. Cause I know, you would think Islander. that, right? Just put <laughs> Why don't you put them on like Poshmark? <laughs> yeah. eBay's like, I am not cool with that. <laughs> Anyways, so it's nighttime. We have a slow-mo dance party. Everyone's in their pink fits. I'm just wondering how pissed Chris is after like his Barbie movie cameo for mm. him to miss the pink party. Because you know he probably had a fit already ready for it. Well, he wasn't wearing pink in the thing. In what thing? In Barbie. Chris wasn't? No. He was oh. a Ken. I don't know what they wear. They can't wear pink. Did you see? Oh, you watched the movie. So I'm talking movie. to you like I forgot that you watched the movie and became really based from it. So. No, 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 no. <laughs> <laughs> I'm no longer oh, based. Oh, you're, <laughs> you're no longer based because of it. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> right oh so he was oh you saw him then you saw him in the movie i didn't yeah, even yeah, think to yeah. ask you how small was his part it was seconds? so small <laughs> it was yeah literally seconds and he had the weirdest freaking accent for some reason oh he had a line yeah oh. he was like giving an award i think or maybe he was like announcing mm-hmm. i forget what he but he was at a podium yeah. and he said a thing for two seconds <laughs> and i was like that's not how he speaks why is he talking like that <laughs> He's an actor, Brendan. I know. <laughs> we see Adam chat with Arabella on the terrace. He tells her that she looks stunning. Adam says he took some time to chat, but he feels himself gravitating towards her and that they feel very effortless. They kiss. Adam goes hoard with the neck grab. <laughs> very hoard. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I hadn't seen this episode and a Discord pop up mm-hmm. and someone, I've, I don't know who said it. Sandwich. Sandwich was like, Oh, we got another neck grabber. And I was <laughs> I like, know. oh, no. And I was like, how bad? Because I wasn't sure if she was talking about, like, uh, Jake's neck grabbing that mm-hmm. he does uh, on our Patreon. Mm-hmm. Uh, or this one. And she goes full frontal. And I'm like, oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> and it was. And it was. Um, it's also a lot of tongue. But, I mean, that's kind of standard for a Love Island kiss, I guess. Mm-hmm. We see Callum chat with Sophie. And I was like, this chat is weird. I've never seen these two sit down together. <laughs> Like, alone. Yeah. I know that they come from the same series, but I was watching this and I was like, there's no shot a producer did not tell Callum to tell Sophie this information. I know, especially because he was like, you know how we're really close and friends and stuff? And she's like, yeah, totally. I know I know exactly what you're saying. <laughs> 
Yeah. Uh, Callum asks her how sh- how she thinks Eve feels about Casey. And he's like, yeah, you should check in with Eve just to see how she feels. Because Casey might be a little bit confused. And Sophie is like, whoa. Wait a minute. And Callum mentions that Casey said that there was no spark. Right. I don't know if he says yet. I can't listen. Ever since that time on season nine, when I had to transcribe every single thing Ron said at the oh beach club, I can't do it anymore. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I, it's not good for me. So I did not go back. But I believe he he told her that um, Casey mentioned that there might not be a spark. Maybe yet. Maybe not. I don't know. But Sophie is pretty surprised by it. And she says that she will talk to her because, as we know, Sophie is very close with the twins. So Sophie goes up on the t- on the terrace with the twins next. She passes on what Callum said about Casey not being sure about Eve on the outside. Um, but she does add her own spin on it mm-hmm. <laughs> a little. Because uh, what does she say in particular that kind of grabs Eve? Yeah, She says that Casey doesn't see a future with her. On the outside. <clears throat> right. Uh, which is a little bit much. And it surprises both of the twins. Eve is, like, very turned off right away. She says that, you know, Casey's been telling her, like, very much the opposite. But at the same time, she's like, it's not like I'm thinking about the future. So I think in her mind, it's like, this guy's already, like, writing me off on something that, like, isn't even, like, a possibility at the moment. Like, Mm -hmm. the future. The fuck does that mean? Every step of this chain, which gets, Mm -hmm. it feels like a Rube Goldberg machine at the end. Yeah. But it gets... It, all of it was unnecessary. Yeah. yeah. Like, I understand that the producer probably told... Because Cal- Callum did did not give a fuck about this earlier right. conversation. <laughs> and then <laughs> he was even like, but Casey's going to have a conversation with her, he said. Yes. And she's like, well, I'm going to have that conversation before. Right. Which probably shouldn't have happened. Yeah. Probably should have just let him have that conversation. I... Love the way through this whole thing, Eve treats the terrace as like her personal office. She I calls know. people in and out of I it know. the whole time. It's so funny. So Eve starts with calling Casey up to the terrace. She just yells at him from the balcony, which is how she calls everyone over. She has the other girls leave. And she tells him that she has heard that he doesn't see a future with her. Casey says right away, I didn't say that. Um, He says he doesn't feel a spark. He hasn't said anything about the future. Eve is defensive for obvious reasons. I get it. She doesn't want to look like an idiot. And, like, she has no reason to necessarily trust Casey over, like, one of her best girlfriends Mm -hmm. here. Um, So Casey says, you know, rather than just the villa whispers, why not just ask who said it directly? And Mm -hmm. she's like, well, I'm talking to you. And he's like, yeah, but Callum is the one who apparently said this. So why didn't you ask him? So she screams for Callum to come mm. up to the terrace next. And Eve asks if Casey has said that he doesn't see a future with her. And right away, Callum is like, no. <laughs> he did not. And she just goes, oh. <laughs> Doesn't matter, though. She's still mad at it. And she's like, oh, well, you said that there isn't a spark. And he's like, yet. And yeah, that's what I'm saying. But you did. You only cared about the future thing. Right. Um. Casey is like, you know, I don't have that yet. And they now excuse Callum, who is all too happy to go at this point. He does Mm -hmm. not want to be involved. Uh, Casey apologizes for the way that they had to have this conversation. Eve says, you know, well, we don't have a spark, so I'm not going to put more effort into that, which is fine and which is fair. Hey, both of those things are true. Yep. 
it was just like this whole like I, what is the distinction that matters because i don't see it <laughs> yeah i think it's just the like she was feeling rejected by somebody that she was kind of feeling you know what i mean and at first it mattered that he was like saying you know this thing that i don't see a future with her and like getting ahead of himself mm-hmm. and when that wasn't true she was like well fuck you still don't feel a spark with me and you're telling other people instead of me yeah i mean i guess but what is that's how friendships work but that's how friendships work what does that mean you like talk about how your feelings with your friends yeah well i guess her thing is like you didn't come to me and i i don't know they know in the villa how it works right i mean you can't say something to somebody about someone and then not i wonder the the real time (laughs) delta between the first conversation with yeah. Casey and the boys. I know. And then Chloe talking to her. Who's Chloe? Why do you always call her Chloe? Because her you, because you know I'm talking about Sophie. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Kills me every time. <laughs> Eve then calls the girls to come back up. Yells for them to all come up. Uh, and she just says that she cut it off. Nothing said to Sophie about giving the wrong message. Yeah but uh which is fine you know because again doesn't really matter right agreed and then josh gets a text and everyone gathers around the fire pit and then we find out that the public has been voting for favorite couple and we get our bottom three couples revealed as sophie and josh eve and casey and georgia Steele and toby i mean i was a little bit surprised about sophie and josh i mean arabella and adam as a new couple were not up as an option Mm mm-hmm but I don't I don't know. Sophie and Josh have kind of been under the radar, but maybe that's why. Yeah, I don't know. It just seems very weird, especially because, like, what was their issue between Casey and Eve? Which like one? the audiences? Yeah. The audience doesn't like Casey, but also they're like mm. the they're like they're both like the newest couple. Like True. sure Jess and Callum are new, but Callum has been there a long time and the audience really likes Callum. Right. Um the audience tends to not like <laughs> Casey. <laughs> I start to like Callum more and more in these episodes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And Molly. Oh yeah. Yeah, I like them both. Yeah. Together? <laughs> I know. <laughs> next ep- was kidding, it I'm the next kidding. episode where I was like, Woo! "Oh no!" Did you see our Instagram story? No. Oh, Jesus Christ. Anyways, we find out that the couple with the least votes is Casey and Eve, and they are dumped. Everyone gets up to say goodbye to them. Casey, of course, kisses Tom. Um, I'm pretty sure they like live together, so they're gonna see each other in like a second. I don't think it's really that's so funny. I think they do. I don't actually know that for sure. Um, we see them pack up. Off they go to go chat with Maya. Maya asks about Casey's moment with Georgia Harrison. Casey says he's a firm believer in things not working out for a reason and not kind of going back to it. Yeah. If it didn't work the first time, it's not going to work the second time. Right. Which is probably a problematic view coming onto this show because they're really hoping that people are going to try to go there again. Yeah. Um, Maya asks him about getting to kiss both of the twins and it's so awkward because like one of them's right there and she's not happy with him anymore. You know what I mean? And she's not happy that she's like, she's unhappy for a multitude of reasons. (laughs) Yeah. She got dumped. She's, you know, she's being asked about this, which is kind of like an icky question Mm -hmm. to be honest. And he's like, yeah, man, that sure was cool. And he's like looking over. Eve's not impressed. He's like, what guy wouldn't want to kiss 
two twins in the same night i'd be like Mm. me that would be an awkward ride home for them (laughs) right eve says she isn't mad at casey um they say that they're i disagree (laughs) i know she says that she's over it it doesn't bother her and the way casey like bites his tongue here is so funny (laughs) he's like there's nothing to be mad about right uh, they both talk about being surprised about the connection between Justin Callum and Casey says that he is so happy for Tom and Molly. And that's the end of episode 28, which brings us into 29 right after they're dumping. We see Callum comforting Jess after Eve has left. Um, she's upset, but she says that she's OK. They both say that they were very surprised that they were not voted in the bottom and that so- uh, that Sophie and Josh were in the bottom. Which is like. Same. I'm surprised about it. But again, at the same time, I'm not because the audience likes Callum. Mm -hmm. We see Toby and Georgia Steele chat about being in the bottom. Georgia says that she expected it. Toby says the same. Georgia says that she feels like Toby might have been like disappointed in her. She's like, because you're so great and like everyone loves you. And the only reason we could be in the bottom is because of me. Um, she excuses pretty much all of Toby's actions, though he does say at the very least, he does say, you know, it's also the consequence of my own actions. Yeah, but I read this differently. Oh, go on. This is her like. This is her fishing. Fishing? Yeah. Is she wanting him to say, no, it's all my fault? Yes. Oh, okay. 100%. Because she's like, you're perfect. So clearly they voted for me, right? Right. And he's like kind of doing a heel turn anyway, uh-huh. like like a a charming heel turn. Yeah, charming in per, per uh, quotes. Yeah. Um. These past couple these couple episodes. Mm-hmm. But I it was so annoying for she's like I think you're great, <laughs> and I know everyone else also thinks you're great, so we must be in here just for me. <laughs> I mean, you're certainly part of it. <laughs> Yeah, big part of it. They both say that they are happy to be in the couple that they are in, though it was a tricky road. And they say this many times, by the way, Georgia Steele in particular, about like she'll say like we've been through hell and all this stuff. And it's like Mm -hmm. it was your own hell. You it was a hell of your own making. You know what I mean? I do. (laughs) Anyway, we see Josh and Sophie chat on the terrace. Josh says that he is gutted that Casey is gone, that they were good friends. Sophie says that she hopes the public sees what they have, but she is happy that they have each other at the end of the day. Josh says it sucks to be in the bottom, but he found what he came here for, and he is so glad to have the connection that they have. At bedtime, nothing really of note happens. The Islanders hear Arabella tell Adam that she likes to play fight, and they all make fun of her. (laughs) I can't tell if they're all making fun of, like, everyone kind of pokes fun at Arabella, and I just hope that she's in on the joke. I think that she is. I think she is and isn't. Yeah, maybe. I think they're like relatively like um, good spirited. Sure. But she's also just seem she seems like an easy target. Yeah, I, know. I like I really like her. I do but- too. And after last time, I was like, oh, I don't know if I see her in the same way as Anton. And then I watched these episodes, and our and our wonderful friend of me on our Instagram was like, you really don't see it, and I was like, oh. I yeah, no, I do yeah, see I it. <laughs> Which, by the way, first time he has ever agreed with me. So <laughs> Second I appreciate time, that. right? Hasn't this that's number two times now? Ah, uh, yeah. I'm, Every time he agrees with you, he stops. I'm working my, my fingers in there, bud. <laughs> uh, pretty much everyone has a cheeky cuddle this night. 
And in the morning, we see the debrief begins. Toby says he didn't mind being in the bottom. He was more concerned about how Georgia Steele was going to feel and how it was affecting her. Arabella cannot stop staring at Adam across the yard. She says that he is so lovely, lovely, and he has a heart of gold. Girl is down bad right away. Like, so quickly. Yeah. (laughs) And for, no offense, but like for Adam? For who? (laughs) For him? That guy, he stands so weird. (laughs) (laughs) He's got a very rigid posture and is, is, uh, He'll be standing like straight, right? With his legs straight, but his feet will go out <laughs> <laughs> like a like a ballerina. Like duck footed? Yeah. Like Daffy Duck? <laughs> is Daff just. I get confused on if that's your feet turned in or out. I. Th- yeah. I don't know. I also do. Either way, his feet were turned out when he was just standing, just straight. <laughs> Anyways. Adam tells his group that things are going so naturally and good with Arabella, and it has surprised him a lot. He tells them that they had a kiss last night on the terrace, and Georgia Harrison says that this is the happiest Arabella has been. The whole time I'm like, ooh, this is not going to go good. Oh, you think? Well, now I do. Oh, okay. But, like, because the whole time he was like, well, I got to get to know other people, and I was like, bud, no, you don't. It's the last week. (laughs) There's still not a season eight or in. Everyone was predicting that during the uh, heart rate challenge that happens soon that we'll talk about, everyone predicted that Danica was going to show up. Oh, that would have been sick. Because also her heart rate challenge was like one to one for the ages. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? She's so well, that's what she crazy. does. It's what she does and she does it well. And I swear to God, if I guess maybe we're just not going to have a season eight person. I guess not. at this point, it'd be so fucking crazy if they did. Drop somebody in in the last three episodes. Mm, yeah. Wild. And the debriefs are over. We see quite a scene. <laughs> we see Callum and Molly are cooking together. I wrote, a, I right away, I wrote back on the train. Uh, Molly is, they're making breakfast for their people, mm-hmm. but they are like, it's like you're just watching them living together. Like these, like it's obviously so easy for them. And I was like, Big time back on the train. I get back off it. It doesn't matter. You know what I mean? That's the point of the train. Okay. It's fun to jump on and off. It's fun to jump on and off. We're vagabonds. It's it's not going very fast. Mm -mm. You know what I mean? Clearly not. It's got no destination. (laughs) So you can jump on and off whenever the fuck you want. And it hurts nobody. (laughs) Let me just say, hurts nobody. (laughs) Yeah. I I thought this was a very cute, wholesome moment. It was wholesome. In a not like, ah, they're going to get back together. Well, yeah. No, I mean, it's not, right? At the end of the day, it is just that. It is a mm-hmm. wholesome, like, you see their friendship, like, really. Yes. It's it's mending. Their relationship is in yeah. a really good place. That's what it is mm-hmm. at a very realistic level. But what do you want If you want to not be? be fun about it. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, so we see them making breakfast. It's just cute. They like they clean up together. They play together. Like I said, even though it is just what it is, them mending their relationship, it is a very like it's just you know it's obvious that they're very at ease with each other. Mm-hmm. And in that setting, obviously they've done that many times before. We cut away briefly to see Arabella and Adam chat about their love languages. They both appreciate touch. They talk about having sex to music, which I don't mm, I don't like that personally do you remember do, you have a playlist? do i have a playlist mm-hmm. 
No, I. Um, you have a VHS collection. <laughs> I have a record. I have a record collection. No, it's still that's um, the same. I do have Marvin Gaye "Let's Get It On" on vinyl. Just okay. like, no, have I'm you ever kidding. played it? Yeah, I have. For that moment. Yeah, because it's like a goofy thing, <laughs> and then you can parlay goofy into anything. <laughs> but um, uh, do you remember? I don't know if it was last year or the year before. There's a big Reddit story about this girl whose boyfriend. Yes. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. For I those of you who don't know, there's a girl who posted about like, um, my boyfriend has this sex playlist and he always like comes to the same song and it's like the worst song you've ever heard. Yeah. It's called like Sea Bat or something like that. Did he make that song? No, he, he didn't. <laughs> it's just some guy. It was just some guy that he's like. The rhythm is perfect. And <laughs> and then you listen to the song, you're like, this rhythm is perfect? He's doing something different. Yeah, he's, he's <laughs> it was the craziest thing I've ever heard. <laughs> we see uh, Tom and Jess come down now, and Molly and Callum bring them over for breakfast. I was concerned that the two of them, Tom and Jess, were going to see them in the kitchen and get a little bit, like, side-eye about it. But the, honestly, they don't. Um, uh, everyone seems completely fine and not weirded out by it mm-hmm. which is like i mean probably because they've all they've seen callum and molly living together and it's not weird and they probably interact like that literally all the time around the villa but mm-hmm. it's like we're seeing that as the viewers for like the first time it did seem like intentional oh yeah that we saw it yeah, yeah, yeah. probably because of what happens in the heart rate challenge mm-hmm. you know what i mean mm-hmm. and then we see georgia harrison and josh chat um georgia says that she thinks josh really likes sophie and she says it seems you know like he has had a hard time opening up in the past josh admits that that's the case he says you know he's been vulnerable in past relationships and it didn't always go well he says he finds himself opening up more and more each day with sophie and that he would go with her in a second if she got dumped from the island because he has found what he is looking for georgia and josh both say that they are happy to be friends now and be at the level that they are at because again they were they were two that came in with you know quote unquote history and then josh gets a text in tonight it's the heart rate challenge Uh um also is it problematic to say that i'm starting to like georgia harrison a little bit like just for the character of her Mm, yes well i just like she's so goofy when i like look back at this season now even from where we are I'm like, that bitch is a character. Yeah, she definitely is. That's I mean, I love I like her for that. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. never again will we get the ghost grandpa storyline from somebody. That was a once in a lifetime thing. Yeah. Anyways, let's get to the heart rate challenge. Um, the girls are up first. Arabella comes out not as like everyone typically in these like comes out and you can like kind of see like what the theme is underneath it. She is just in some like sexy lingerie. It's a little bit Slytherin almost because it's like dark green and black. Mm-hmm. She climbs on top of Adam. She gives him a lot of attention. Uh, she goes in on Toby's neck, climbs on top of Callum. She does a very good job. I Arabella and Molly, I think, were the top girls for me. Although, I got to say, none of these girls did it for me the way like Catherine did um, and Whitney. Mm-hmm. In particular, those are the two that I remember the most from like the past few seasons. Yeah. Their heart rate challenge. So Whitney really did the damn thing. Yes, she did. Even um, in the U.S., I mean, nobody, no man will ever touch what Leo did. Mm. Ever. It's 
simply that man is in touch with his body <laughs> and he made sure everyone else was also touching, touching his, body. his body yes uh but i got it did you have a favorite of the girls mm. uh i don't know they were none of them were like like you said like memorable memorable something was memorable and for me it was sophie's ass sophie's ass i was just... crazy you could hey can i quote a queen doja cat yeah you if may. you could see it from the front wait till you see it from the back it's <laughs> kind of how i felt about it yeah i feel like i mean we see obviously we see sophie in a bathing suit all the time but for but some it reason different. it's different <laughs> But anyways, next is Jess. She is a cowgirl, I guess. She's got on a leather chaps and a big old cowboy hat. She seemed a little bit nervous, to be honest, when she first came out. I Terribly, I had the thought that, I'm like, oh, she probably would have been more comfortable doing this with her sister, uh, which would have been, like, gross. And, every, like, and you know all the fucking boys' heart rate would have been crazy yeah, if they came they out together. would have one on each side of them. You know Ugh, what I mean? Like. Yeah. She just probably because I feel like they play up that side of like the twinness between mm-hmm. them. So like I feel like they're probably more comfortable being like sexy together because it's like part of their like twin persona. This is a lot of assumptions on my part, but like she just seemed mm-hmm. a little bit nervous. Um, Callum gives her a 10 out of 10. I don't believe him. And either does his heart rate, but that's fine. Uh, Georgia Harrison comes out. She's a little Playboy bunny. I thought it was very cute. She comes out. I thought she had a puppet on her hand. <laughs> and I was like, oh, she's going to do a magic show. <laughs> but she just throws rose petals and then she leaves. But I mean, and again, we've talked about Georgia Harrison's journey. Mm-hmm. So I have zero judgments towards what she chooses to do or how sexy she chooses to be on TV. Mm-hmm. I thought it was very sweet the way all all of the boys were so supportive yeah i noticed that it like literally brought a smile to my face when all the guys were like yeah woo and they like it was i'm sure that might have been a conversation Mm -hmm. before or something but all the boys were like yes do what you need to do and we're gonna make you feel Mm -hmm. sexy in a way that isn't oppressive or like yeah or too heavy yeah yeah, I loved it. Admittedly, I've been going through a lot of things personally, and it did make me cry. Yeah. And I was like, that's so sweet. Yeah. <laughs> Next, Molly comes out. She is in, like, this hot pink number, barely there, high, hot pink, thigh-high boots. Um, The camera insists on showing us Callum's face through most of this. Mm-hmm. I put that she serves. She sucks Toby's finger. She puts her ass right in Callum's lap. She gives him an ear nibble. Uh-oh. Um, she gives everyone quite a bit of attention before making her way to Tom, which, I mean, after everything else I've seen, the Tom thing was kind of tame. But I think the thought process there is, like, have him watching so he keeps getting more and more and more excited for what's, like, for him. Mm-hmm. But then she got to him, and I felt like it was kind of like, meh. Yeah. Just like a jump on top and kiss type of moment i thought molly did very very well though uh sophie is wearing like a leather bodysuit she has like a is a riding crop is that what you call it Mm -hmm. um she doesn't do that much to be honest her ass does a lot of the heavy lifting here for me at least and believe me that lifting is heavy (laughs) she like kind of like smacks the boys around with the riding crop a little bit um she of course gives some extra attention to josh she jumps on him um, and kisses him. I wrote again. Her ass is crazy. And then finally, we have Georgia Steele, who is, I guess, a cop. 
She has some handcuffs. She's dressed in like a black bodysuit with some mesh thigh highs. She goes for Callum first, which I found interesting that she makes a point to go for the two boys who she has had like this, you know, quote unquote history with now. So uh, and then she just kind of like grinds on Callum. And then she goes to Tom and she even makes a point to say, I think it was in her talking head that she knows what to do to turn on Tom. And I was like, girl, you're saying too much. Mm-hmm. It's like it's that whole like I know him best thing that yeah. she was doing before. And I'm like, mm. Anton literally closes his eyes when George Steele comes near him. That's so funny, <laughs> dude. Uh, she gets to Toby. They make out. Nothing crazy. Boys go next. Anton comes out first. He's a little cowboy. <laughs> he has a little horsey prop with him, too, like a little, like, to pretend to ride. Mm-hmm. I thought he put mustard on himself at one point. I think it was, like, sunscreen or lotion. Instead of, like, chum. <laughs> I don't, a bottle of it. Um, That's where it comes from. Right, right, right. Yeah. Wow, you didn't would- know that? I know. I knew that. <laughs> I know where jump comes from. <laughs> but normally they would have like oil for this kind of thing. It is weird that they only yeah. have like sunscreen like or Like Lubriderm. <laughs> <laughs> um, and of course he pulls the breath spray out of his pants. That was funny. Yeah. Very Anton. Callum comes out next. He is an American football player. He starts by doing some push-ups. Um, he gives a lot of attention to all the girls. He puts his crotch right in Molly's face, which is a weird move. Um, I guess he did his best. I saw a poll. I don't remember if it was on Facebook or Reddit. Ew, or you what. saw his poll? <laughs> I saw a poll and it was like, which boy like did the best or whatever. And I think I voted for Tom, maybe. Interesting. I don't know that I thought that. I just like didn't think any of them were that good. And I thought, okay, Tom's got a good body and his costume was like, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. But I don't know. Everyone voted Callum. And I was like, I guess I just don't see it. And I think Callum's hot, but I just don't think he did that much. So I just put his junk in Molly's face. Do you know who I think did the best? Boy-wise? Yeah. Speaking of problematic takes. Who is it? Who's next? Who's next? Toby? Yeah. (laughs) He was just really having fun with it. He was having fun. He's fun to watch. He's very fun Toby to watch. Toby is a very complicated character on Love Island because, like, it's at times it's so easy to root for him. Mm. And at other times it's, like, impossible to root for him. Yeah. Uh, but he comes out as an astronaut and it was fun. He wasn't particularly sexy at the start because it's, like, a full astronaut suit. <laughs> He's and, just wearing a straight-up astronaut suit. And he was having just, like, a good time. Um, And sometimes it surprises me how much the girls like Toby because he seems like someone who could have just, like, gone to my high school. You know what I mean? He's not. Yeah, he's nothing special to me. He's just, like, a guy. But he, like, drove the girls crazy during the challenge. Especially Georgia Steele. Yeah. Who, like, in every talking head is, like, foaming at the crotch. My God. It is a lot. Um, he, uh, he then picks up Georgia Steele. He bounces her around. He flips her. He puts her on the ground. He puts her back. It's a whole, like, where are you taking her? <laughs> All over the place, honestly. Yeah. Um, and then we see Josh, who I thought was a vampire. I don't know. Was he just a man in a cape? I don't know. I thought a vampire because he was like going for a lot of necks. You know mm, what I mean? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> 
He puts Sophie on the ground. He mounts her. And then he pours lotion over both of them. It was messy looking. Very messy. Tom is a little devil with the tiniest little red hot pants I've ever seen <laughs> in my life. It doesn't make any sense that somehow those cover him up. Mm-hmm. Um, he doesn't like do that much. He grabs Molly, kisses her neck, picks her up, kisses her in front of the fire pit. You know what I mean? He does the same move that all the boys do in every iteration of this, where they like take the girl's hand and put it down their body to feel their abs. Mm-hmm. That's kind of a given for any of these. And finally, we have Adam, who is some kind of warrior. He has a spear and a weird helmet. He comes out just pointing a spear at all of the girls. Seemed to work for him, though. (laughs) It seemed to work. And then he just starts kissing them and gyrating in front of them, as you do. Um, He throws Arabella over his shoulder at one point and lays her down. And he, again, does the whole thing where he picks her up and puts her down. And then picks her up and puts her down somewhere different. Um, And now we find out who raised whose heart rate. So we find that Josh's heart was raised by Sophie, Mm. which checks out. Good. Anton was raised by Molly. Georgia Harrison is very cool about it. She says, it's okay, babe. I think she's sexy, too. And also, I didn't even touch you. Right. Yeah, of course. She's she's crazy, but she's not that crazy. Right, right, right. Um, Adam's heart was raised by Georgia Steele. Toby's was raised by Arabella. Aki. Aki. Tom's was raised by Georgia Steele, which I hated. Yeah. And Callum's was raised by Molly. Ooh. Yeah. Oh. Ooh, ooh. Uh, oh. <laughs> I don't think it's that crazy of a thing. It's not. If my ex was nibbling on my ear, I would probably react. Yeah, and dressed in almost nothing in front of you, mm-hmm. throwing it back like a real one. Mm. You know? I should call her. <laughs> Which one? <laughs> uh, next we see for the girls. So Georgia Harrison's heart was raised by Tom. Sophie's was raised by Josh. So they both raised each other's. Georgia Steele was raised by Toby. Arabella was raised by Adam. Jess was raised by Callum. And also Molly was raised by Callum. Uh-oh. Uh, I know. And there were, the camera kept panning from one to the other. And we got these, you know, editing does what it does. And it does what it does for these moments. Because mm-hmm. it made it look like they were kind of like smiling at each other, almost in like a knowing way. And it's like, obviously, that's not what was happening. But mm-hmm. And then Callum gets a text and it says the couple who raised their heart rates the most was Sophie and Josh, which is interesting because typically the way they decide a winner is which group. Yeah, the boys or the girls. But this time they did which collective couple raised each other's heart rates the most and the least. So the most, like I said, was Sophie and Josh. The least was Molly and Tom. Interesting. I mean, Molly's kind of cool as a cucumber, so it kind of mm-hmm. doesn't surprise me that much with her. And Tom, too. Again, check him for a pulse. Mm-hmm. Um, and that brings They us- literally did. <laughs> they- yeah, I know. You're right. That's the that's the game, isn't it? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and that brings us into episode 30. We open back on the same night as the heart rate challenge. We see Georgia Steele tell Toby that his dance was really good. She says that um, she had thought he looked really good as an astronaut. 
And Toby says that she was the best dancer out of all of the girls. Georgia Steele says that she is slightly obsessed with him, as if that wasn't crazily obvious. And we see Anton and Georgia Harrison. Georgia says that she thinks the only reason that Tom raised her heart rate was because she was cheering um, for him and Molly so much. And she says that Anton was brilliant with his dancing. We see Sophie and Jess chat. Jess brings up that it was a little awkward that Callum and Molly raised each other's heart rate instead of her raising his. And she says it makes her question things a little bit. She's like, you know, do I have to look a little bit closer? Like, is there actually still something there? And then we see Molly and Tom chat about the challenge. Tom says it's not ideal that her heart was raised by Callum. And she's like, yeah, I get that. Same. And she's also like, I have literally no idea how that happened because you were definitely doing the most. She tells him to not deep it. And Molly says that she felt like, you know, she knew Tom's heart would be raised by Georgia Steele because of the whole history thing. I wanted to be like, hey, Molly, don't deep it. You know, I know they both <laughs> multiple times during this episode, they both kind of have the same argument from the same position. Yeah. And don't just realize like, oh, maybe we should just let it go then. Yeah. Have they ever seen the Spider-Man meme? Yeah. <laughs> uh, but also, like, I don't know how you can be like, OK, if I put myself in Tom's shoes, mm-hmm. I would be like, fuck, she, I hope she doesn't raise my heart rate. Fuck, I hope she doesn't raise my right. heart rate. Which would and probably raise your heart exactly, rate. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> um tom said that he was the most buzzing when he saw molly and that it's just a game molly does say she got a little annoyed by georgia Steele immediately asking if she was okay after she found out about the heart rates and how first of all how her and callum raised each other's heart rate but how also her and tom raised each other's heart rates the least Mm -hmm. and i mean I get her being annoyed because I'd be annoyed by anything that Georgia Steele said to me at this mm-hmm. point. Um, but I believe at the fire pit after she said it, like Molly just like laughed at her and was like, don't deep it or something. Uh, but she says that she was still annoyed that she brought it up. Yeah, because of course she brought it up. Mm-hmm. Like, hey, let anyone else ask it. <laughs> Anybody. Not the person who raised the heart rate. Who <laughs> she, You guys already don't like each other. Why are you pretending that you do now? For the like, good of the villa. I know. For the good of the villa. Which is fair. Totally mm-hmm. fair. But like, you're not, you're never going to be that person. Yeah. In her life. So just never. drop it. But Georgia Steele knows, especially she at this point, that she needs to try to curry some favor with the audience by seeming like she's coming from a good place. No, I, no it reminded me of me, like the mean girls. Like, oh, you that, think? Such a cute skirt. Where'd you get it? <laughs> That's the ugliest effing skirt I've ever seen. What's it made out of? Your mom's chest hair? (laughs) Next, we see Georgia Steele and Sophie chat. And Sophie says that she's happy that her and Josh won. They talk about the awkwardness with the Tom situation and her raising his heart rate. Georgia Steele says that there is no more flirtiness between her and Tom. She says that she stopped talking to him initially because she was chatting to Toby. She was talking about on the outside. Just to be clear. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, and she says that she is with the right person. Uh, my Josh wanted me to bring up a quote for some reason that Sophie said, Sophie said, choose yourself and choose your feelings. No one can hate you for that. I think maybe he found it ironic because she did that and people do hate her. for that. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that's fair. But it is the way she did it also. Yeah. I mean, the whole thing just kind of be like, what else would they 
yeah, they hate you for being selfish. Yeah. And again, just the way that you like said different things behind people's back. It mm. just made it seem like you were lying, even though I don't know if she outright lied about anything in particular. Mm-hmm. But it, it just wasn't a good look. And unfortunately, you're on a show that is dedicated to making people look the worst. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so next we see Sophie chat with Molly on the terrace. Sophie asks if she is annoyed about the challenge. Molly says that, you know, she is sure that there are reasons as to why her and Callum ended up the way they did in the challenge. You know, she's like, we've been intimate in the past, obviously. Um, so see, Sophie says, you know, obviously it's an awkward situation that you can't plan for, for your ex to all of a sudden be like gyrating in front of you, <laughs> nibbling mm-hmm. on your ear. Sophie brings up that she just chatted to Georgia Steele about uh, the Tom situation and that Georgia Steele said there was nothing left between her and Tom. But Uh she says that, you know, I still feel like I see something there. She brings up Georgia Steele saying that she had to shut it down with Tom. Again, I think that she is relaying the conversation incorrectly, unless she's talking Mm -hmm. about something different, which maybe is the case. But it seems like Georgia Steele was saying I shut it down on the outside. Right? Yeah. Did you see it that way? I don't care. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to be honest. I don't trust a word that comes out of her mouth. Sophie's or Georgia's because it's kind of both at this point. Yeah. Sophie can't like translate a conversation well. I don't think it's malicious with her. I don't think so either. But I also don't think it's completely innocent. (laughs) I think she's an embellisher. Mm -hmm. Um, Seems that way. Like she's. She cares about the she cares about the story and nothing else. Yeah, and I mean nothing bad has happened to her for doing that so far. So like to be yeah, fair, like why would she stop? Yeah. Um, they talk about if Tom has fully shut things down with Georgia Steele, and Molly says that she needs to chat to him about it. And then it's bedtime. We see Toby bring the astronaut helmet to bed. Um, Adam also brings the spear. And then uh, when the lights are out, we see Tom and Molly have a conversation. Um, There's some tension. Uh, I think Tom sees Molly as being like a little bit cold. And he says that if she can't trust him, they have no chance. So. Yeah. I don't. She just seems like over it for now. Like not in like a bad way. Just she's just like. I didn't see why he was like. Why are you so mad? Why are you so mad? Um, yeah, unless they edited out a bunch, which I'm sure they did because that's what they do, right? But mm-hmm. I was like, she's not really doing anything. Like, maybe she's huffing a little bit. It's hard to tell. But um, I don't think it would be enough for me to be like, you can't trust me. I know, yeah. This is it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it seems a little bit dramatic. But then it's morning. We see Anton seems very off in the morning. For sure. Um, He is like not his usual self. Everyone notices right away. He brings Georgia Harrison a coffee. She's still in bed, so it seems like she, it seems like she's down as well. Um, I wrote it seems like he's just in a bad mood. They have a chat about it, but it's mostly just like sad. Anton is sad, and it made me sad. Mm-hmm. We find out more about it later, but at first I was like, you know, sometimes you wake up like that, and Anton is like such a positive person normally that like I bet it's very noticeable. Yeah. So the debriefs begin. We see Sophie say that Josh rocks her world (laughs) and just says that her heart rate went for Callum. And I was actually not sure that they had even mentioned that in the last episode. So I'm like, I'm going to make note about it because I thought maybe they had gone past it, but they didn't. Um, Jess says that she feels like she needs to keep an eye on the situation between Molly and Callum. 
Tom says it was a bit weird that Molly's heart was raised by Callum. He says he knows Molly did not like that Georgia Steele raised his heart rate either, and he hopes that she did not deep it. Same thing. While simultaneously deeping it? Yes. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. All just feels very silly. But, you know, in a in a inoffensive way, I guess. Mm-hmm. Georgia Steele is chatting with Adam and Josh, and she brings up to them that Molly bit her head off about asking if she was okay after the heart rate challenge reveal. And she's like, I don't understand. The boys are like, well, it's probably because it's like you. <laughs> like, it's probably right. you. Because like, of all the awful things you've done. <laughs> oh, just, oh, you don't understand? You're, you've been really bad to her, and I think she the, doesn't like you. Yeah, you've been at the center of every point of contention that she's had so far. So, like, mm-hmm. it's probably because it's you. <laughs> Be realistic. Like, you keep getting involved in these very sore situations with her. What do you want? Mm-hmm. We see Molly chat to Arabella and Georgia Harrison on the terrace, and she tells them that Sophie had relayed a message about Georgia Steele shutting things off with Tom. Uh, Again, she has relayed the message wrong, I'm pretty sure. Um, The girls say that they don't think she has anything to worry about. We'll see. And Georgia Harrison says that Anton has his moments, but she could tell last night when he got in bed that he was not himself. And that ends the debriefs. We see Anton chatting in the kitchen to Arabella and Adam. He says that things are going so well with Georgia H and he is developing more and more feelings. He says his love language is touch and affection. That is not hers, which has caused him to overthink things. He says he spent most of his time making sure that she's happy and not really like bringing up his own feelings. And it makes him wonder if she really likes him or if it's more one sided. Mm -hmm. Poor guy. I feel like, you know what I mean? He's like, he He's, like, not getting anything that, like, he likes to receive back. Yeah. Which is, like, tough. And, like, I'm in a place where I believe them a little bit more. I know. I've never been more sure that she does not care about him. Well, I just, like, I'm trying, again, to look at this under the lens of what we know about Georgia H. And I'm, like, I just don't know. And, like, maybe I'm putting, like, too much into that, like, basket. I really don't know. But, like, I'm, like, you know, how comfortable is she being, like, affectionate and everything on TV and, like, being sexual and stuff. So, like, maybe it's the TV aspect of it. But it's not just it's not just the, oh, I wish she was more physically affectionate with me. That that that's giving me red flags. Mm -hmm. It's like all the time she's like visibly icked out by him. You think she's visibly icked out? And all the times that she, like sells him under the bus and like kind of dismisses his feelings those kind of things i think that you are right but like i think i'm just in a place where like i'm also watching anton get more and more invested and i just like i don't i don't i just don't want him to be hurt and so i'm like you know i'm there with you anton there's Mm. a little something (laughs) yeah Ugh. Next, we see Molly say that she felt like Tom was being aggy in bed last night. And Tom says that he felt some type of way about the heart rate situation. Molly says that her and Callum had been broken up for a long time now and that, you know, she could question the same thing with him and Georgia Steele. I I mean, it's not exactly the same, but Molly says that after a three and a half year relationship, you don't just fall out of love with somebody, although she says she is not in love with Callum. But she says, you know, at this point, he's just somebody that she has a lot of respect for. 
Uh, Molly brings up what Sophie said to her and Tom is annoyed about it, about having to explain himself that he doesn't have interest with Georgia and that he hasn't pulled her for chats and all this stuff. He says there is nothing there at all. We see Arabella say to Georgia Harrison that Anton is questioning things about, you know, if he if she really likes him. To be honest, she seems too bothered to care. Mm-hmm. She's like, ah, I've never been with someone who needs such constant reassurance. I just want to have fun. And I'm like, can you care about him a little bit? Please? No, she cannot. I know. I see the flaw in my own. You know what I mean? I just like yeah. I, wa- I think I just like wanted for him so badly that I'm mm-hmm. like willing to like say the wrong thing just for to be on Team Anton. Um, she says she is already giving more than she normally does. Which in my mind is like, okay, well, then this doesn't work. If you right. feel like you're giving too much and he's not receiving enough. I don't, yeah, like, I don't know how on one hand you can be like, I've never had a guy express how much he likes me in front of people. And that feels really good. Yeah. And then also be like, uh, I've never had to give this much and, like, I just want to have fun. Very easily. Like, you don't because- get this one without changing this one you but know what i mean anton has allowed that to be the case i know and that's on anton i agree i agree but it's but but that's the type of thing it's like if she truly cared about him it wouldn't be like an issue of like oh well i've never had to do this for another guy like yeah. so what like the guy that you really like needs this so do what you <sighs> you know, know what i mean or at least i don't know it's not a partnership if it, you know you're not pulling your weight yeah you know yeah Next, we see a chat between Callum and Jess. Jess asks if she's missing something with him getting his heart rate raised by Molly, and he says absolutely not. He says he can't explain it, but he tells her to not be concerned. He says he is very happy getting to know her. So we finally see Georgia H. and Anton chat. Anton says that he felt like he was getting more and more feelings for Georgia, and he feels himself overthinking things. He says he's a naturally affectionate person. He says, you know, some days she seems really affectionate. Others, uh, she doesn't. And he has really let that get to him. Georgia Harrison says that she has got to the stage with guys. And, um, you know, she's she has a wall up because of it. Because in the past, they have not been genuine. And they both say that they still like each other. And they want to keep working at it. So. Okay. I, I don't believe. Oh. I don't believe, but you know, <laughs> it's nighttime while getting ready. We see both Molly and Tom get text that says tonight they will find out how the public rates them as couples. And the game is called couple of sorts. So after the cheers, the game starts. Adam and Arabella are our hosts. So this is the game where they are read uh, kind of like a superlative type of thing. The Islanders have to place themselves in first, second and third order what they think the public will say or maybe what they think even. Mm -hmm. Um, And then it's revealed what the public thought. I think I'm just going to read what the public thought unless they're like totally crazy off. But to be honest, the same three couples go up and they're it for most of these. Mm -hmm. (laughs) The first one though is a little bit different. They start soft. I hate when they do that. I mean, I kind of like it because it gets people invested and then they're like, (laughs) <laughs> yeah. welcome to hell fuckers they do a lot of the same one just in different ways yeah <laughs> but they start with who is the hottest couple 
Um, so the the answer per the public is third place is Sophie and Josh. Second is Jess and Callum. And first is Molly and Tom. It was kind of funny because everyone assumed like the only people that were uh, that they picked were Molly and Tom in there. Correct. Yeah. But they didn't even like entertain the other two. I know. It was, it was so funny. I think they thought Sophie and Josh at first, like maybe they said something, but then they didn't go up because they had Arabelle and Adam and then Toby and Georgia Steele up there as well. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I don't think anybody's going to be saying anything nice about Toby and Georgia Steele in this game. Um, the next one is who is the most argumentative couple? Um, and through these, as uh, Georgia and Anton go up for this one, they mm-hmm. are in pretty much all of the ones that are negative for obvious reasons. You know what I mean? What we've right. talked about the, the whole not being real. <laughs> um, and Georgia Harrison causes a stink about this one in particular, just to start with, but the correct she starts arguing about it. Weird. I know. I actually thought that, um, I thought that Molly and Tom might be up for this one because Molly kind of they kind of bicker they've bickered a lot like nothing serious but yeah but I feel like most of it was justified yeah I don't I don't from know Molly's that, side at least you know yeah I don't know that I got to thinking about if any of these couples have had justified arguments or not but mm-hmm. I just I have memories of Molly kind of going after Tom a little yeah, bit here and fair. there uh, but the public's uh, votes are third place is Sophie and Josh. Second is Georgia Harrison and Anton. And first is Georgia Steele and Toby. So the next one is who is the most boring couple? And <laughs> I love that they put Callum and Jess up there. They put the the group votes Callum and Justin, Justin first. Uh, but they obviously don't realize how much the public loves Callum. Yeah. Uh, but I get why they would. Like Callum, like doesn't. Talk I thought he was going to be time. up there. Me too. But the correct order is uh, Arabella and Adam in third. A new couple. I kind of get it. I don't think Arabella is boring, but second is Georgia Steele and Toby. N- not boring. Not boring at all. That's a very interesting choice. <laughs> and first is Georgia Harrison and Anton. Mm, I don't know that I would classify them as boring, but I guess I don't know who I would. Honestly, probably Callum and Jess, and clearly the public does not agree with me. <laughs> I don't think yeah. boring has to be inherently bad, though. No, I think it's, it's like probably a good thing. But Georgia Harrison took it bad. Yep, she takes kind of all of this bad. Um, the next one is, what? which couple is only staying together to win? Which feels bad, obviously. Mm-hmm. Uh, third place is Arabella and Adam. New couple. New couple, and they're they're pretty good about going up every single time. Mm-hmm. It does start to wear on them too. It starts to wear on kind of everyone because at first, I feel like you kind of see Anton and Georgia Harrison going up for these and being like, "It's fine, we'll just go up there." And mm-hmm. then towards the end, I've, God, it just blows up. Um, second is Georgia H and Anton, and first is toby and georgia Steele, which i don't believe i'm sorry like again if you had to be like what's the most genuine couple i would honestly they would be up there for me what's the most yeah. compatible couple they'd probably be up there for me mm-hmm. not in like a good way yeah in like a natural born killers type of way but <laughs> i think the problem is that the public doesn't want to give them anything that yeah. is positive true 
Um, which couple is least likely to work romantically outside the villa? Um, and it's kind of our same three. Arabella and Anton, Georgia Harris or Arabella and, and, and Adam. Adam. Georgia Harrison and Anton, Toby and Georgia Steele in that order, third to first. And honestly, that's the case for the next one as well, which is which couple has the most one sided relationship. Mm-hmm. And again, as these are going, it's definitely Arabella and Adam are still pretty good sports at this point. I think mm-hmm. Toby and George, the Georges and their couples, they are not having a good time any longer. <coughs> yeah. Uh, Anton gets pretty upset. Yeah, and Josh, by the way, is talking too much. He is like, I don't know what his deal is, but like he's making a commentary on everything. Like, I get that him and Sophie are maybe like the most stable, far along couple that's in there, but to be quite frank, it's not saying much. Okay. Josh, this whole like his whole like mannerisms remind me of like your uncle who you see twice a year who'd be like, Hey, why are you getting fat? Oh, I thought you were talking about an actual uncle I have. I don't know any of your uncles. I've never met any of your uncles. I mean, my uncles-in-law, I guess. Oh, yeah, but they're the only uncles I have. But they're great. Yeah, they are great. um, Yeah, no. He's just, like, very, like, too into it. Like, physically, Mm -hmm. he's too into it. Because it's, like, a weird thing to be too into. Yeah. To be like, let's hurt my friend's feelings. I don't know. Yeah, he's just like too vocal about some of his opinions. Like, mm-hmm. I'm sure that other people are thinking those as well, but like, don't feel the need to like be so pointed. And especially, God, especially him being so pointed about Georgia Harrison and Anton. Mm-hmm. Also, his pants and shirts were too big. It made him look, <laughs> his proportions were way off. <laughs> but he's got this history with Georgia Harrison. He knows her. I feel like he would know how sensitive she can kind of be and how not well she would take like him continuously poking at her anyways the next one is who is the most intelligent couple which i was like oh that one's nice um they guess anton and georgia harrison for first i want to say that they put at first they had talked about putting georgia Steele and toby up there because they both have degrees and i'm like listen there's no fucking shot the public cares about your degrees. Not a chance. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but the winners uh, in third place is Arabella and Adam. Second is Georgia Harrison and Anton. And first is Molly and Tom. Which and they were as shocked as everyone else. <laughs> absolutely. I was going to say no one more shocked than Molly herself. They literally like fall down laughing. <laughs> I wonder why people thought that i mean molly comes off as very level-headed mm-hmm. and i think maybe it's because like neither her or tom like are known to escalate and sometimes people find people who like get emotional about things it's like less intelligent which is not the case i was literally thinking uh about the pda awards uh-huh when arabella when they played arabella and chris's fight and um and Josh was like, I don't know. I think he won that one. He's so fucking And stupid. she's like, stop winding me up. And he goes, no, he, you were yelling and he wasn't. Exactly. See? You listen to the words they were saying, though. Right. That, that doesn't mean he won. It's just so stupid, mm-hmm. dude. And I mean, God, don't even get me started on a woman getting emotional I like know, that. So like annoying. the hysterical woman trope of it all. But... 
I wonder if that's part of it because they are so calm and level headed. People are like, oh, they they're above it all. They're Mm -hmm. more smart than getting like into the drama. Like nobody's thinking about your fucking degree, George. (laughs) Like nobody gives a shit, quite honestly. Um, The next one is what couple is most likely to cheat on each other? So uh, this is third place is Arabella and Adam. Second is Sophie and Josh. And first is Georgia Steele and Toby who did not want to go up there for it. They refused to go up there. And I'm like, can you guys just be realistic? Because I know it's hard because this game has probably taken them realistically like five or six hours Mm -hmm. at this point. It almost took me that long to make my notes. Um, But you have seen the way the public has been voting. Just like why? Like you can't like just, you know what I mean? Yeah. Just yeah, and also like remember how you like out of nowhere picked her instead of the person you were with, right? And that also oh that reminds me because Toby was saying in this like he would never ever ever cheat on somebody because that has been done to him and all this stuff. And I'm like, is he like saying that this is what happened between him and Chloe? I think he might be. Mm, very interesting. Mm. I mean, Chloe hasn't come out and say anything, said anything. I think through this season. Actually, I don't even know if that's true. I haven't looked, but. Um, makes you wonder. Truly. Truly. And then the last one we have is who is the most game playing couple, which by the way, is not dissimilar to almost any of these. <laughs> um, and this causes a huge stink amongst the group. Mm-hmm. At one point we even see, uh, Georgia Steele, actually not even her, only her, her and Josh both called Jess Eve. That's so funny. Crazy. Eve isn't even here anymore. <laughs> That's so You know funny. what I mean? That's so crazy. And we'll get into this more um, in our Patreon watch as well as when we do the Where Are They Now, even though you you kind of know where Georgia Steele is now. Mm-hmm. But she has a history of maybe purposefully, maybe not saying the incorrect name for people. Ooh. Um yeah it's almost a it's like a lucy situation I also oh by the way with the whole the most likely to cheat uh-huh. someone sent us uh, a tiktok of like because she was on georgia seal was on like a bunch of different shows right uh-huh. oh, she was yeah? doing like an interview thing like a, a quick fire interview question mm-hmm. and someone one of them was like did you cheat on this one person and she was like yep Yep. <laughs> even, even though at the time, like, the reason that was going around was because on this show, she's like, I never cheated on anybody. Hey, she's a loyal babe. Those mm-hmm. are her words. You know what I mean? Yep. Uh, the deliberations take forever on this one, by the way. Nobody wants to go up there. Um, At the end of the day, Georgia, H, and Anton go up, even though they say that they don't want to go up there. Toby and Georgia Steele go up, and Arabella and Adam go as well. But there's this big fight between Toby and Georgia Steele and Georgia Harrison and Anton about who's going to stand in the first place. Because even though it's so fucking glaringly obvious who is in first here, uh, they think it's just too much for them to have to stand there. So they stand in the second place. Arabella and Adam are third. Second is Georgia Harrison and Anton. And first is Georgia Steele and Toby which is exactly what they refused to do and mm-hmm. exactly what was very obviously the answer. Right. And that is the end of part one of our final week, week five mm. of All-Stars. Oh, my goodness. 
this does not feel like a final week <coughs> of anything. <laughs> it's like two up in the air, dude. It's like who is supposed to win? Who's supposed to win? I know, because they're all settled in their couples. If anyone was ever going to take the money, it's got to be this season. Right? And honestly, I don't care who it is. I hope that they do. Even if it's Georgia Steele who takes it from... I don't care. At this point... I would be like, good. Now your mask off. Right. She had meaty. She had meaty. Yeah, exactly. I just like... This season, it's not – we are not – they are not here for love, and unfortunately that means neither are we. So I just want someone to be violent. So who do you, <laughs> <laughs> who do you think is going to win? Um, At this point, Molly and Tom. I think so too. Yeah. Which is going to be boring because they're not going to take the money. Molly might no. if you want to – Choo-choo. Yeah, take the money and then and and get Callum. right back yeah. with Callum. Can you fucking imagine? Use it as a down payment on their house. <laughs> oh my god! What, I mean, I don't. You know. just activated my truck car. <laughs> I don't know what other option there is. You know there what I is, mean? It's, it's got to be Chloe and Joe. <laughs> Sophie and Josh aren't that well liked by the public, I don't think. Thank God. I don't mind them. I think Josh wore on me a little bit this week. Mm-hmm. Um, he was too much at this fucking game. He Way was talking too much. Too much. Um, Sophie, I know she's got her problems with communication, but I don't dislike her. And that ass don't quit. So. Yeah, let's put it in overtime. Yes, ma'am. Anyways, we'll see you guys on Sunday for our last final recap. Our penultimate episode of the season. And then we'll be back on Tuesday with our actual final. That makes this the anti-penultimate episode. Whoa, I never can remember what is what. Follow our socials for information on our live uh, watch that we do on our Discord if you are a patron. Yeah. And uh, speaking of Patreon, patreon.com slash notfriendshipisland. Pod. Pod. (laughs) And uh, rate and review us five stars wherever you listen. Uh, Thank you again to Rabble for sponsoring this episode. Love you, Rabble. Everyone go in the description right now. Pledge for Lovestruck. It's so much much fun. It's a very fun game. (laughs) All right, guys. Thank you. Bye. Bye.